Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. We're on episode 70, and it is the start of the NBA season. What's up with you, B-Pimp? I'm ready for another disappointing season of Chicago Bulls basketball. (laughs) You know, it could be slightly less disappointing than last year. Well, they have a ton of interesting young talent, but it's just when the people responsible for making decisions are... Uh, untrustworthy. Yes, <laughs> it's hard to get amped. <laughs> it, it, I will. That component of it is a little depressing. It reminds me of like when the bank Wells Fargo got in trouble for like having like eight accounts open per person. They apologized, and then even as they were trying to rebuild their image, they kept the same CEO. I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> He's like, you know, I learned my lesson. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to go. I we're going to cut it down to five <laughs> accounts per person, and we're going to make <laughs> yeah. it there. Yeah. Uh, all right. But but going back to basketball, I'm excited for the season. Uh, there's no clear-cut favorites, which is always nice. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So we're going to talk about uh, the top MVP candidates. So that's our top five list. We'll talk about all our playoff teams and uh, give you our championship prediction as well, which I know will come true. Well, last year I picked the Raptors, so... So, yeah. There we go. So that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think too many other people picked them. You... Well, I, you know, I'm glad you're saying it, because I'm always hesitant to toot my own horn, but, you know, I got it. No, it deserves to be tooted. I even thought it was incredible that you made the prediction that the Raptors would win their semifinal series on a last-second Kawhi Leonard shot that would hit the rim four times before going in. You said that last November. I did, and I said that Nick Nurse would wear a collection of offensive suits. Yeah. So uh, I think this podcast, when it comes to getting your NBA predictions, should be listened to. If you haven't heard it, you should be hearing it now. Exactly. But... This is the Whiskey Sessions, so before we get into all the basketball talk, be pimp what whiskey do you have for our listeners? Oh boy, do I have a good whiskey. So I went to my local Spirit and Liquors and perused their whiskey section, and I saw the familiar regal stylings of Crown Royal. Ooh. But this was in a wood-paneled box that had the words bourbon mash underneath, and I got pretty excited because... Normally, Crown Royal makes a Canadian blended, so this is a Canadian blended with a bourbon mash influence, and it's under their Blenders series, and it does say on the back that it's a special blend that showcases the warm vanilla and subtle oaky notes of their bourbon mash whiskeys, among the most flavorful and complex of the five unique whiskey recipes that comprise the extraordinary Crown Royal signature blend. So they're selling it. Yeah. And I'm excited to try it. All right. Now, my only apprehension before you do try it is when reading that description, you said the words vanilla. And we know that once you had a flavored whiskey before with vanilla, it was a problem. Now, I know this isn't really a flavored whiskey in that sense, but it it gives me pause. No, I understand. You're right. But I think that's more of a subtle note in the flavor and not as much of a we're gonna make this taste like a vanilla tootsie roll (laughs) good good i'm glad to hear it plus they do have a fancy label on it that tells you it's 40 percent alcohol so 80 proof it's a numbered bottle Um, 
comes in a tan version of their famous purple bag. So now I have a tan bag for my golf items. I like it. Uh, so this has been a win. And now we'll just see if the final touch of the taste lives up to it. Here we go. It's going to be on the rocks. It would be great if we could start the fall of whiskey sessions with two smooth trains. Two smooth trains just running down the tracks parallel to each other. Or two people on the same train if we're sticking with what we've established. Could be. Okay, so now i got to taste it. It smells great. Good start. I'm going to take a second sip because I always will do that. But the first sip was so good that I'm just going to get it out of the way and tell you it's on the smooth train. Whoa! Even as you're going for the second sip, what do you like about it, B-Pimp? It's just so pleasant. Like, okay, the smell is very similar to the other Crown Royal. Like, the original Crown Royal, the VO, and the... They have a few different variants that are kind of, like, a little bit higher price point, but they're all the same base. Mm -hmm. And it smells like them. The taste is so smooth. The only thing that's different is it's got a little bit of the... It does have a little bit of that character that you will normally get from, like, a traditional bourbon, where it's almost like you can taste a little bit of that corn mash uh, that they use to, you know, in the distilling process. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that flavor ends up coming through, and it's just married perfectly with the Crown Royal smooth Canadian whiskey that you know. So this is a winner... And you gotta go find it. That's good to know for our listeners. Yet another winner from Crown Royal. Um, and it's on the Smooth Train. And the Smooth Train is getting crowded. Well, yeah, there's a lot of good whiskeys out there, my friend. There are. And you know what? We Have we just hit the tip of the iceberg with whiskeys? There are probably thousands more out there that we have not yet had. I, will, I know for sure that there's a lot of Japanese whiskeys that are delicious, and I've only had one of them. So yeah, even just when you think of that, we're not we're not even uh, scratching the surface. Oh man, what if we could do a season of the Whiskey Sessions podcast in Japan? <sighs> could we get somebody you, to fund that? Yeah, we need to find financing. But yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be a real problem if we can't find financing. We need to. We need to get this EP off the ground so we can oh, yeah. use those record sales to go to Tokyo. That would be amazing. Um, all right. Well, I know, at least every so often, that the NBA does some preseason games, or even a regular season game or two, in Tokyo. I remember back in 2003-2004, that season, the Sonics played their first two games uh, in Japan against the Clippers. That's got to be, that was fun because it was the Richard Lewis years. Yeah, he scored 50 points in one of those games. Wow. He used to be able to fill it up. Yeah, he did. Um, But that's what we're talking about this episode, Richard Lewis. It's the Richard Lewis episode of Whiskey (laughs) Sessions. Yeah. No, Richard Lewis is great. But we're talking about the upcoming 2019-2020 NBA season. It's going to be a crazy one. This is our preview podcast. I know the season, as of this episode coming out, I think the season starts like just a few days after. B-Pimp, you want to start with the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference? Let's start with the East. All right. Let's, let's rattle them down. What are your eight Eastern Conference playoff teams? Number one seed, Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh, Number nice. two seed, Philadelphia 76ers. 
Number three seed, the Indiana Indiana Pacers. Number four, the Celtics of Boston. Number five, the Nasty Nets of Brooklyn. Number six, the Raptors. Number seven, the Motown Pistons. And number eight, the Atlanta Hawks. Wow, that's a, a good list. I will say our number one and two are the same. Uh, so I'm number one, Milwaukee. Number two, Philadelphia. Number three, Miami Heat. Number four, Indiana Pacers. Number five, Boston Celtics. Number six, Toronto. I think we both have them at six. Number seven, I got the Brooklyn Nets. And number eight, the Orlando Magic. So I'm trying to see the big differences. You have Detroit in the playoffs, and you have Atlanta in the playoffs. I have Miami finishing with 37 wins. Ooh, I have them at 50. That's... What are you seeing in Miami that I'm missing? <laughs> I guess I'm expecting a Jay Butts resurgence. I don't know. And I'm... Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler's great, but I just feel like... They... Who's the second best player? You know, it's tough. I I wouldn't say across the roster that great. I think they will do better by not having Hassan Whiteside anymore. I think kind yeah. of having him off the team will be good for them. I also think Justice Winslow will make a jump. Um, and, yeah, I just expect this is the kind of team Jay Butts wants to be on. I think he'll be a pretty good leader on it. You're expecting big things out of Myers Leonard, newly acquired Myers Leonard. <laughs> Huge things out of Myers Leonard. The pride of the University of Illinois. Yes. Yeah, it's it's. I noticed that you didn't have the Bulls in your playoff picture. Can I ask how many wins you pegged them at? I got them at a solid twenty-nine victories. Twenty-nine. I gave them thirty-eight. Yeah, I don't really have a lot of faith in the. I like the players. I don't like the coaches or the front office at all. Yeah. Or the ownership. So, um, I, I just, until I see differently, I expect the worst of the range of possible outcomes from them. Uh, I'm not convinced that Zach Levine fits with the other younger people they've drafted in the last few years. And I, he's kind yeah. of like their big money guy right now. I would agree with so, that. I think that'll be a tough balance. It's, it's, I let, it's sort of like those years they had Ben Gordon. Yeah. I mean, I just don't... I think you've got you've got players in Wendell Carter Jr., Markkanen. I, I, this rookie point guard they got from North Carolina, I don't know much about. But Kobe, I feel like they do have... He's going to be that? the best Kobe ever. Kobe White? Yeah. You like him? I think he might be pretty good. Okay. Uh, although I, mean, I wonder true. how much he'll get an opportunity to shine with Levine. Yeah, I mean, well, the theory is he plays a he's a truer point guard, although he's everything else about him says he wouldn't be right. Mm -hmm. He's he's sly. I I feel like when I've seen him play, he doesn't seem particularly athletic, but maybe he is. Uh, but I I feel like he has a good feel for the game. They always have the arch of dimes there to uh, back him up, Ryan Archidiakono. Yeah. So. I think they'll so. Be okay. I mean, they're going to be. I just, yeah, thirty-eight wouldn't shock me. I just feel like that might be twenty-nine to thirty-eight might be their expected range, and I always go for the low. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. There's no reason to, to expect the Bulls to, you know, put it together this year necessarily. I just, I don't think they'll be awful. Um, I will say, one thing I, I almost meant to mention it off the top of the episode, 
But I'm so excited for this NBA season. Uh, we actually got cable. Oh boy! Yeah, I so it ended up being like pretty cheap. But I I just was like, you know what? I just want TNT and ESPN to be able to like relax to some basketball. And the Warriors play all of their games on cable. It's not like the Bulls in Chicago where like, you know, like maybe a third of the games are on WGN or something like that. Like, I could not watch a single basketball game without it. Did you um, did you go with, like, a traditional cable provider, or did you go with, like, a... I did. It you... makes me feel like an old person. Okay. Because I have Sling for that, and I get, I get a lot of stuff on it, but they just dropped Fox, so I don't get the baseball playoffs. But... Oh. They dropped Fox? Well, Fox dropped them, I guess, technically, because they just... Basically, Fox is, like doing a, a marketing or a uh, negotiating tactic of like highballing sling and direct TV uh, and they're just not caving. So it's a standoff and then they drop sling for or Fox from sling. So wow. oh, yeah, nice. you might be better off going with traditional cable where that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Well, we'll see any from your list. Do you think there's anything in particular? I'm, I'm trying to think your team seem pretty normal. I was sort of surprised you had the Atlanta Hawks in the playoffs. I think the Hawks could get up in the middle seeds. Wow. Is it all on Vince Carter? I feel, I feel like uh, Trey Young is is a true star uh, mm-hmm. at point. Uh, he, could, he could score in a, a variety of ways. He is a deep-range three-point shooter. He gets hot, and he just gets crazy. I like... I like a lot of the players on their team. John Collins is a freak. They have an uh, interesting team. Je- DeAndre Hunter, that rookie they got from Virginia, it looks like a ready-to-go, like, off-day-one starter. They they just they have a lot of talent, and I feel like the only thing stopping them is there's no experience. I mean, Vince Carter's on the bench, but yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, like, the, you know, it's a young team, but I feel like from a skills perspective, and I, I, I feel like they're coaching and, and like, their front office like is the inverse of the Bulls, where I feel like they are competent and they will get the most out of that team. So I'm, you know, I'm. That's kind of my team that I'm. It's selfish because I just like them, but I feel like they can make a leap. They could. I had them at 38 wins and just missing the playoffs by a few games. But I, Trey Young is, I think he's the real deal. And people forget by the end of last season, he he made that Rookie of the Year competition actually pretty close. Yeah, he's a. I watched a fair number of, because of our cable discussion. I have Sling and I have NBA TV, and you can record a lot of games on NBA TV. And I so so I saw the Hawks a little bit last year, mm-hmm. and he they're just fun to watch. And like they've got a lot of really interesting role players around those guys. It's just a it's it's a very entertaining team. All right, are you ready to move on to the Western Conference? Yeah, let's go West. All right, who are your eight playoff teams? Kawhi's Clippers, the Portland Trail Blazers, Utah Jazz at number three. I've got the Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks in the middle. Lakers number six. Warriors number seven. Houston Rockets number eight. Good playoff teams. All right. Uh, My number one, I've got the Denver Nuggets. Number two, Golden State. Number three, Los Angeles Clippers. Number four, Utah. Number five, Portland. Number six, L.A. Lakers. Number seven, Houston. And number eight, San Antonio. So if I'm... You have Dallas in your playoffs, which I think is smart. I had them just missing. And did you... 
Who on my... Th- the Spurs. The, the Spurs, Spurs are not invited. Yep. This might be the year the Spurs don't make it. It's just I hard just, to bet against them. Yeah, I mean, of the teams that I listed, obviously the Mavericks could not do as well as I thought, and the Spurs could be in there, but... Also, I had to note that um, I did pick the Thunder to have 15 wins this year, and I in my... In your list that you put together, you call them <laughs> Oklahoma shitty, which I like. Yeah, <laughs> so I had just... them. I had them winning twenty nine games, but I love your them winning fifteen. I think they're just they're, yeah. They need some time to retool over there. Yeah. Do you think Chris Ball's going to be traded soon? Yeah, I think. Well, I think he'll start the season with them, but mm. and he's a pro, so he'll play. But like, I feel like it's not going to last. Like, he just doesn't want to be on that kind of team. No, of course not. All right, so so what do you think about Dallas? That's going to make them a playoff team. Luca, yeah, he's good. Luca is a force, and he's only going to get better. It's a little scary, like how good he is already. I thought last year was going to be ugly, and he was like, "Eh, I'm just going to be awesome all year." So yeah, that sky's the limit there. Yeah, and you had Portland number two. Yeah, I just like Portland. Uh, they do have Hassan Whiteside to deal with now, which he I could, didn't consider. The, you know what, though? I, I think he's actually pals with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Oh, that should help. I They might be okay with him. They just... Damian Lillard is one of those guys who I will never bet against because he's just... Like, that game last year when he made that three to win. Oh, my God. Against Oklahoma City. That was an all-timer. That shot, he knew as soon as it left his hand that it was in. It's a 40-foot three-pointer, and then he waves them by. It was He waved goodbye as it was going in. Yeah, it was awesome. That is, like, he's just one of those dudes that I know for sure. Like, he, the same way Russell Westbrook is looked at as, and that's why they butt heads, because they are fierce competitors who just do not want to lose. And when you have a guy like that and you also have that kind of talent, that's like I just feel like they've they've been consistently good recently, but I feel like they haven't reached their peak yet. No, I I agree. I I think they'll be quite good. I did have them at number 5, which is not a real high seeding, but I think the Western Conference is going to be tough and I think Portland will do well. Yeah, there's no yeah, they could finish anywhere. I mean, any of the teams could finish anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Actually, I guess I have them tied in wins with Utah at four. I I guess I'm expecting Utah to win some kind of tiebreaker. <laughs> okay, yeah, you went real deep on this. <laughs> yeah, real deep. Um, all right, for our listeners at home, who do you have in the finals and who do you have winning it all? So in the East, I have the Milwaukee beating the Sixers in the conference finals. So they're going to face the Clippers, who will overtake the Blazers. And I have the Los Angeles Clippers beating the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. I like it. I really can't argue with it much. I actually have the same two Finals teams, but I have it going the other way. I have the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Los Angeles Clippers. And I didn't think about the Conference Finals too much, but if I had to guess, I'm actually going to put... The Clippers beating the Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to have Milwaukee beating Philadelphia. Yeah, so if so, you know what this means, right? We have to have a 
if these two teams really go to the finals, we have to have a bet on this. Yes. Because we picked the, we independently without discussing it, picked the opposite result. So, yep. We have time to think about it. If they get there, we'll, we'll, on whatever episode we're recording at that time, we'll have a bet. Yeah. But to our listeners at home, remember the finals is going to be Milwaukee and the Clippers. What actually happens in those finals depends on who you trust. Do you trust the guy who gives a smooth drain to every whiskey or the boot master? <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So our top five, we're talking about our MVP ballot. Um, I think I got some interesting picks in mine. Um, you have any wild cards in yours? I do. Um, there's a couple things in mind that kind of fit with what we've been talking about. So. All right. Um, then without further ado, let's get into it. These are our top five. Uh, MVP picks for the 2019-2020 season. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right. My number five pick on the ballot is uh, former champion of last year, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now, the reason I have him number five and not a little bit higher is because I think he'll do the same thing he did last year and do quite a bit of load management. And my sense is that will lower him in the eyes of the voters. Yeah, that's fair. I did consider that, but as you'll hear later, I don't have quite as big of a concern about it as you, but I think it's fair. It does diminish his like overall stat line. Mm-hmm. But he's a great player. Alright, who is your number five? My number five is Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. Whoa, I think that's a pretty bold pick. Yeah, I actually toyed with having him higher, but um, I wanted him on there because, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it. I think he's going to be great. So, I mean, how if you have Dallas being you know that high in the playoffs, he's certainly going to get some looks. Yeah, I feel like if they get there, it's going to be largely because of him. If not, I mean, they have some other good, obviously, you know, players around him. But yeah, he's going to be a big part of it. Nice. All right, my number four is LeBron James. Uh, I think he'll have a fine season. Probably will sit out for a little bit. I mean, he's the only player here who's actually older than me. And he's been a great player for a long time, but it is starting to fade a little bit. Yeah, I left him off entirely. Oh. Uh, he just, uh, he's still, I like him. He's still going to be great. Leaving him off is probably a bad move because he, most likely will be in the conversation, but I just, you know, but some I, people, I, I went with a couple like personal picks rather than having him on there. I think some people really think he's going to make a push for MVP. And I, I honestly don't think he has it in him. I mean, I never, under, like he still could. It's just, he has had more nagging injuries come up recently where that's like if you if you go through like what are the likely outcomes of the season mm-hmm. he's gonna miss enough time where like he probably won't be in that conversation but he'll be like really good when he plays so yeah all right who's your number four his teammate anthony davis oh so you have him above lebron i i mean that totally makes sense yeah he just he just does everything um he's he's moving from a lower visibility area to a you know arguably one of the biggest spotlights in the league and i feel like he's gonna be just as dominant and that kind of production on that stage is gonna give him this mvp talk 
Yeah, I think that's fair. He totally crushes it on my 2K team, too. Yeah, you got an all-star lineup on that team. Yeah, well, my lineup now is I'm the point guard. Uh, still got Drew Holiday at shooting guard. But now I have... Um, oh, man, what is his name? I'm, like, forgetting. Give me some hints. I'll, I'll get it. He's on the Nets. Damari Carroll? No. Uh, younger. Is he a small forward? Uh, he, I play him at small forward. He might be more of a shooting guard, though. Uh, I don't know. I think his name starts with a C. Why am I forgetting? Uh, oh, oh, the guy, Karis Levert. Yes, Karis Levert is my small forward. Uh, my power forward is Tobias Harris, and then my center is Anthony Davis. That's a sweet lineup. It kills. Everybody is one position above what they normally play, but it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it works. Uh, all right, my number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> my number three is Giannis Antetokounmpo. My number three is also Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, you said it right. Double dip. Yeah, double dip. I had to. Do, I had to try it because I've always heard. I don't know which announcer it is. Maybe it's on one of the national things, but somebody always says it really cool with that flair. Maybe Kevin Harlan. Yeah, it's uh, a hard name to say. Really good basketball player, though. He's he's so much fun to watch and, like, just so great. And the only, like, he could easily be number one. And he'll probably win it, but it's just, yeah, he, he fit in at number three on mine. Yeah, the only reason I don't have him winning it again is just that I think the Bucks will take a slight, even though I have him number one, I have them with about, like, five or seven fewer wins than last year and i think there'll be enough storylines with my number one and two that he won't get quite the same mvp consideration okay that's fair all right my number two is damian lillard i like it i i didn't have him on here i just after a last season's playoffs he is a consummate professional like, he, he seems to add something to his game every year, and he's he is just an enjoyable basketball player to watch. I think the Blazers will be pretty good. Some people are counting them out, um, but I think they'll be good, and I think he'll be the major reason why. I'm going to go a little basketball nerd on you right now and tell you why you're right and why he's so much fun to watch. He's the You know this as somebody who's played basketball for a long time. There's certain skills that make you that excellent and he's not the biggest guy he's not the fastest guy he is an excellent shooter but he does things like he has a knack for like hesitating at the right times he creates space for himself very easily to make shots he passes at the appropriate like he just has all of the correct instincts that make that level of a player and i feel like he is he's just that's why he's so great yeah it's uh no, he's really good. All right, who's your number two? My number two is James Harden. Ooh, I left James Harden off my list completely. For some reason, I expect the Rockets to not work well this year. I think that him and Westbrook are going to carry that team, and it's going to be not as pretty, but it's going to work because they're both, like we've been talking about, just like some of those guys who just won't let it not work. 
Mm-hmm. They're just stubborn and like they are used to being great and they both can do a lot of different things. So I feel like it, I, you're right. Like it, it very easily could go that way. I just feel like it'll work. And I feel like he's, he, he has so many, he does so many things in the stat sheet that like he's always up there. Yep. No, I, I mean, there's no question that his stats I think will be great. All right. My number one, this is a bit of a surprise. But I think too many people are counting out this team. And I think this player is going to have a serious return to form. My MVP for the upcoming season is Steph Curry. All right. He, d- he didn't even make my honorable mentions. Wow. I, I just think um, they're going to have a, f- like, be very motivated with Durant being gone. A lot of people, I've heard the occasional person think that they won't make the playoffs which is honestly insane um i mean i had him as a seven seed so but well and their bench is weak but i mean it's still him and draymond i think clay will be there by the end of the season and of course they also have d'angelo russell for probably half a season before they trade him so i think they'll be good and i think steph curry will get all the shots he wants yeah, I have no arguments with you. I just didn't didn't include them. All right, who? I'm trying to do the math in my. Oh well, okay. I know you're number one. Never mind. Who is your number one? Kawhi, baby. Yeah, that's a good pick. If I wish, I wish I could do an impersonation of his laugh. <laughs> it's impossible. I would like not even try. It's the best. <laughs> no, I just like him. I've always liked him since college. I think he's great. I think he's weird. I think he's. The, like maybe the strangest like major celebrity in, in sports that we've had. Uh, it's great. Everything about him is great. I think that team's going to be awesome. And yeah, even with the load management concerns, I feel like he's just going to carry like he's the alpha dog with, you know, Paul George, of course, who I have as an honorable mention mm-hmm. anyway, uh, is also great. But I feel like the Clippers are at their moment and they're going to take advantage of it. Yeah, I am I am very curious to see how this team does. I mean, obviously we both have them doing well. Uh, but, yeah, it'll, it'll be a cool team to watch. All right. I will say, I'll jump right in and just say, like, I just spoiled my Paul George honorable mention, but yep. Victor Oladipo is my other honorable mention. That's a good one. I So I had Paul George as an honorable mention as well, James Harden. Um, also Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis. And then the person I had a really tough time leaving off my top five is Nikola Jokic. Oh, he's so great. Yeah, he is really good. Um, it, it was tough. I just, I couldn't not have Kawhi in my top five. I think that would have been, what's the word I'm looking for? Negligent. Yeah. I'm upset now that I didn't have Jokic in there. Can I, I'm going to add him as my third honorable mention. Okay. Done. Um, all right, we want to hear your NBA picks. They're not going to be as good as ours, but you can send them to us anyway. Uh, our Twitter handle is at Whiskey Sessions, or email us at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com. Uh, we want to know who you're picking as well, or uh, let us know who you think has got the better finals pick. Um, is it going to be Milwaukee winning it all, or will it be the Los Angeles Clippers? Uh, let us know there. But we're going to go ahead and get to your emails. These are your emails. 
you sent us emails to read. Emails! And now we'll read them. All right, B-Pam, what do we have in the old email inbox? Are either former NBA point guard Ramon Sessions or former Colts strong side linebacker Clint Session involved with your podcast? From Confused in Calabasas. You know what? I mean, Clint is not. Let's be honest. Clint bowed out early. No, but we tried to get Ramon involved. Well, here's what happened. Ramon... We, the idea started from us, obviously, but then Ramon was early. He was around in the early days. He gave us some, you know, little tips here and there. But then he he outsourced, you know, producing the uh, initial episodes to Nomar Garcia Parra because that's Ramon spelled backwards. Oh yeah. So that's the. It's a little bit confusing. We have a flowchart. I could probably put that on the website, but like that, there was a lot of professional athletes involved early on. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Not specifically these. No, I mean, so confusing, almost I didn't follow it. Yeah, it's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little hazy. No, it, it adds up to me now, for sure. For, for being from somebody named Confused in Calabasas, he was surprisingly close. Yeah, really, really close. Um, I think maybe we should have this person predicting the NBA for us as well, if he's going to get that close. He's got he's got the Thunder winning it all. <laughs> uh <laughs> You know what I would love? I was watching a little bit of Premier League today. I just, I think it would be so great if there was relegation. Like, the bottom yeah, two be- teams just, like, are sent to the NBDL or whatever it's called now. Yeah, because then the Seattle Supersonics reclaim their rightful throne. Right? Because Oklahoma City is going to be one of the worst teams in the Western Conference for sure. I've got, like, the Washington Wizards or... Who are my terrible Eastern Conference? Uh, Charlotte? Oh, Charlotte's going to be awful. Yeah, they had Ken- They don't have Kemba carrying them anymore. Yeah, they have nothing on that team. Um, well, they have Nicholas Batum. Yes, they have the shell of Nicholas Batum. And Cody Zeller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're set. What am I talking about? They're set. Yeah. All right. Do you know Spencer Hawes got a trap with the Bucks recently? Really? Yeah. He didn't. He hasn't played in the last couple of years, right? No. Huh. I saw it on trade rumors. I thought you might like that, considering you're from. What did you play with him in high school or against him? Uh, so his uncle was actually the coach of my high school team. Um, and once after practice, I'm three years older than him. So yeah, he really should still be in the league. Um. I, he, he was probably, he was a freshman in high school, so he was probably like six, five or six, not like seven feet tall. He, I, he did post-up drills against me. Uh, and you block you blocked him 10 times in a row. I didn't do that. I do feel like I did block one of them, but I'm not sure. Uh, and then another time, a few years later, I played with him at the Washington Athletic Club. And he, oh, okay. I tried to dunk on him and he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that that's still a win because you were able to attempt it, which most people can't. That's yeah, that's true. I'm I, I'm doing my best to. By the time I'm trying to do a dunk per year now, or like a dunk at the start of each every uh you know every time I advance in age, have my birthday if you will. I think I'm still gonna be able to do it by 35. I'm gonna try to do it for the first time this winter because I've gotten in significantly better shape. 
Hell yeah. And my legs are pretty strong right now. So even though I couldn't do it 10 years ago, I feel for some reason that I could do it now. So I'm going to try. I'll be honest. That would be fucking amazing if you had your first dunk at like 33, 34, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. If I can do it, I will post a video of it somewhere. Oh, please. Uh, all right. If you have an email to send us, go ahead and send us one at whiskeysessionsmusic at gmail.com and we'll read it on a future episode. But that does it for this episode. We're excited for the season. Watch some basketball. It's the best sport. B-Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? Go Luca. Go Luca. All right, until next time, this is Amos. Basketball. And B-Pimp. Basketball. 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 Playing a little basketball, basketball, playing a little 